0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, Game Day Eve. Top 10 ranked Wisconsin is BYU's 1,000th game. What's your acceptable outcome in tomorrow's matchup? We will be joined by my favorite BYU football player ever, Dennis Pitt. Really? Yes, I said it. What he thinks BYU needs to get this offense going. Plus, all of the storylines you need to know about tomorrow's matchup. There are a lot. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan. Let's do this. BYU Sports Nation is live, your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It is Friday, September 15th. I am Jerem Jordan. Spencer Linton is golfing in the rain with the Bad Cats. So I'm joined by a man who doesn't own a medium shirt, Brian Logan. Hey. What's up, man? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, high five. I thought you were high-fiving, me. No, I was waving
1: hi to the fans, the camera,
0: the audience. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry. I don't want to leave you hanging again.
1: Now no. you're leaving me hanging. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, sorry, thank you. Sorry. Yeah, but that is yeah.
0: a legit polo. It's a gray on gray, and gray then I wore gray as well. That's kind of indicative of the weather outside. It's yeah. raining really hard.
1: Yeah, it is. We yeah, kind of, we kind of we kind of match with uh, the mood Mother mood Nature. clothing. Yeah Mother, yeah, Mother Nature. Yeah, exactly. It turns with the weather. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we need we need to be wearing autumn colors here pretty soon. <laughs> There, there is a lot going on uh, in BYU Sports right now. I'm excited about today's show. Awesome lineup. Dennis Pitt has mentioned Trey Die, two-on-one, storylines, our fantasy Friday picks. We've got a lot to discuss, so let's get to today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. It's your BYU Sports Nation headlines. Game day people! BYU and 10th-ranked Wisconsin. Countdown to kickoff is live at 2:30 Eastern tomorrow. Is Tanner Mangum out there? Is he warming up? What's the situation? We will show you at 2:30 Eastern tomorrow. The Cougars are a 16 and a half point underdog in this game as of now. 16. Badgers head coach Paul Christ addressed the matchup yesterday after practice. And you know, we think it's against a, a good BYU team that we know it's going to be a, a physical game, and and obviously, you know, getting on the road, there will be a lot of energy in that stadium, and I think it's it's what this team needs right now. There will be a lot of energy, and guess what? Wisconsin travels really well. In fact, I've seen Wisconsin fans in town already. Really? On Wednesday, I did. Really? Yes. Whoa. They are known for the wow. way they travel. BYU is like, BYU travels well. It's like, well, yes, and there's Mormons everywhere. 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 Turn left, right, yeah. up,
1: down. Flash really BYU yeah. fans. But, but, I mean, we, we only allow, like, a sliver of seats for the opponents, right? Like There is a like secondary
0: be- market in 2017 for tickets. Oh, okay. Like on StubHub and whatnot. I don't know what that you means, what I mean? but okay. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it makes sense. I got it. There's a couple of Cougars in the NFL matchup this weekend. So take a breath. Uh, bear with me. I'm going to go ahead and lay them all out right now. First, you have the Kyle Van Noy, Harvey Lange, and the Patriots. They take on Taysom Hill and the New Orleans Saints. You got my boy Kai Nakua and the Browns. They match up against Bronson Kafusi and the Baltimore Ravens. Then you have Andy Reid and my neighbor Daniel Swanson, the Kansas City Chiefs. They play against the Philadelphia Eagles. And then you have Jerem's third cousin Ziggy Anza, mm-hmm. and the Detroit Lions. My Richard's building brother. Yep, yes, that yep, of course. Um, and they play the New York Giants. And then of course you have Jay Swag Daddy himself and the Packers as they face the Falcons.
0: I'm getting over that Packers loss. Last week, uh, or Seahawks lost to the Packers. Yeah, yeah. I'll get over it. I
1: mean, it's, I mean but Jamo's I'll
0: get over it, so. yeah. yeah. This will help. Hey, the 14th-ranked women's volleyball team. I don't know if you heard about this. Epic match last night with 16th-ranked Utah on Crimson Court. Hmm. It went to the fifth set, and BYU won 18-16. They played a 15, so in overtime in the fifth set. Nice win. Copper Hills Finest Veronica Jones-Perry led the team with, count them, 25 kills. BYU plays Weber Isn't a State tonight <laughs> at 9 Eastern on BYU TV. Check it out. Great win for the ladies. Take that. In the royal blue. Take that, Utah. Yes. At least we, we need- got that one. We
1: needed that, man.
0: <laughs> we're, up, we're
1: up one right now. It's, it's the most relevant. What have you done for me lately? Lately, we beat you. Women's soccer plays tonight at 7 Eastern against Arizona. Listen to that game
0: on BYU Radio and the app. And women's soccer, yeah, that, that's, that's a big one. Uh, Pac-12 opponent, they just beat Oregon State. It'd be nice to get a win. You can listen to our boy Shep on the call tonight. Shep in Tucson. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Acceptable outcomes. It's not often that BYU goes into a home game as a 16-and-a-half point dog. Or anybody. In fact, I don't remember this ever. (laughs) <laughs> but that's the case with Wisconsin this week. The reasons? is averaging 11 points a game on offense. Tanner Mangum's status is up in the air. BYU doesn't run, have a run game quite yet, although BYU thinks Ula Tau can be the guy. Yes. And oh yeah, Wisconsin's the top 10 team, oh by the way. Last year, BYU was in the same spot. 1-2, and two, coming off of a loss to UCLA. Then BYU went to West Virginia and lost, but BYU put up points. 35-32. There was a little hope going into that Toledo game at 1 and 3, which is a little weird, but there was some hope there, okay? It was, yeah, just tap it, tap but it. what would you take from the game tomorrow? That is our Twitter question. What's your acceptable outcome in the BYU
1: versus Wisconsin game? First tweet in at John Talent the 3rd. Win BYU needs to start beating opponents
0: we're not supposed to, for there to be progress. Now, that's a good point. I like that point. I like that point a lot. Yeah. I don't know that Wisconsin is the game to start that with. Uh, no, I, I would. I would say <laughs> there, there's there's levels of there's levels
1: of games that we you know BYU should beat, and then there's games that BYU shouldn't you know win. And then there's other games, it's just like out of reach. When a top 10 team well, comes where, in. Where right, is this then to this you? This is out of reach. This is out of reach. I would say this is out of reach. When you look at college football and, and just, just outside people looking in, analyst media, et cetera, if I am not a part of West, the Wisconsin football program or the BYU football program, as a fan, I'm looking at that, and I'm like, they about to get smacked. That That's just simple. Yeah, just and, minute, and
0: right. even if Tanner Mangum's fully healthy, and BOI has a running back that they know is the guy and is averaging 80 a game or whatever, 80 plus a game. You go into this game and you're still like, wow, this is going to be a fun opportunity, tough yeah. matchup. But the f- it was 14 before the like Tanner Mangum like isn't 100% stuff came out. Yeah. It was 14. Was because the BOI offense hasn't been good in fact they've stunk the and, first three and, games. All, and all those things factor into it I'm not saying that this game is, is out of reach I'm just
1: saying to kind of wait compare, so what are you saying I'm just well when you look at like Alabama versus San Jose State
0: you're like and it was Fresno State last
1: week yeah it was like a
0: 43 point spread and and,
1: and I, I mean, you're like ah, they're, yeah yeah they're gonna they're gonna whoop them that, I'm just I'm just saying yes. that's I, I feel like people outside of the program that don't know really what's going on with think that would be the case with this game.
0: Yes. Can BYU hang in this game? So what? what's your acceptable outcome in this for BYU? Obviously, you want to win. But I mean, besides that. Yeah. I mean, realistically, I, I'm I'm just looking for progression. And
1: I mean, you know, John Talon III said the same thing as far as, you know, winning these games will allow us to progress. Um, That's asking a little but, much given but, the situation and the opponent to me. Yeah, right. Exactly. And And, and my progression isn't going to come through a win it's going to come through the offense and and getting getting their stats up and and specifically I'm talking about first downs uh sustaining drives uh increasing the um the the total time of possession um yes I would like to have scores and and field goals and all that stuff but we're not there yet they're not there yet give me that's like that's like next week that's week number that's that's by week next week
0: week, luckily so we can all just Okay, so yep. that's 2 weeks. In 2 yeah. weeks, right? So
1: so because and I say you got to start somewhere, right? You got to start with the base and the foundation. Okay. And so show me that you can move the ball, show me that you can have a rhythm, show me that you can get first downs and you can have some type of an influence or impact on the game offensively. Once you do that, check it off. I will be happy. Man, I'll go and celebrate. I'll buy everybody Ice cream, whatever you guys want. You do not say
0: that on David, national TV well, No, radio.
1: I mean everybody, us. David, oh, Ni- us. David Nixon okay, yeah, last yeah. week bought it for us. I, was I like, there's going to be someone at the creamery on Ninth East asking you for free ice cream. I don't know. I think we got paid today. <laughs> I'm not sure, Jerem. But I'm just saying. It's I the got middle you, of the month. I that got is you not guys. the case. I got you guys. And, and, so, and if I, so if I sit down, I'm fine. In, in two weeks, when, when, when BYU plays Utah State, I, and, and they have this, this checked off this week, I want scores now. Because
0: now you've done all those things I've asked, and that's the progression ladder that I would see. The question I want to ask is, is it BYU versus Wisconsin this week, or is it BYU versus Vegas in our stat of the day? It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. BYU is a 16.5 point dog this week. (laughs) If BYU were able to have the margin less than that, I, I think that that would be an acceptable outcome given everything at this point. Yeah, I'm, yeah, sixteen. So if, they,
1: so if they, if they, I mean, seventeen to zero, you'd be like, okay.
0: Because I would say defensively that was a good game. Yeah, offensively, oh, yeah. obviously not good to ever be shut oh, yeah. up. You want to know? You talk about uh, sustained drives, by the way. BYU has scored two touchdowns the last two games. One of those was the Fred Warner. Uh, fumble recovery so in a 22-yard field. So I don't count that because it's, it's a short field. Awesome that the offense cashes in there. Great. Yeah. Um, I don't count it, though. Not in my book. The Trey die touchdown, and we'll talk to Trey coming up, was a 76-yard drive. That is a sustained drive. Yeah. That's late in the game. You're down 19-6. You're in the shotgun, three or four wides, and you go to work. Yes. BYU has one hard, sustained hard. scoring drive the last two weeks. I'm with you, but I specifically want to see BYU – Get twenty plus points. That's asking too much against Wisconsin. Bro. But that would be a step in the right direction. In fact, I'll take seventeen points.
1: Flag. Flag on that.
0: Seventeen points?
1: I'm throwing a flag on that.
0: Seventeen one. points tomorrow. Is asking too much? Oh, you're I throwing a flag you, on oh, me? I thought you
1: said twenty points.
0: Well initially I did <laughs> Initially I did and then I took it down and then I realized I didn't actually You saw me reach. You yeah, saw the record. I, I did see you reach like. So you I saw me
1: reach for it and you put your <laughs> hands
0: up, you know, you know D B zoo. And, and offensive lineman do when they when they hold. Oh, oh, no. I will take seventeen points tomorrow. But what will you take? What's your acceptable outcome in the BYU versus Wisconsin game? Let's see some results on Twitter. You've got tweets at David Brady three. Win or lose, we need to leave the game feeling confident about the rest of the season. I want you to specify more. What? What do you want to see that would make you feel confident? Yeah, what what's, what's going to help you out?
1: At Tasha Lin 19, offense scores in double digits and defense
0: holds the badges under 30. Oh, the expectations <laughs> right now are brutal, right? Oui. Now, BYU's saving grace is that the defense is good. Yeah, right. There's a chance. Now, now can the defense score? Can the defense get multiple short fields for the offense? They can definitely score. When you get an interception or you get a fumble recovery. you got a lateral that thing, like Brian said got, last
1: week in the postgame. you got to look back, man. Get my boys. Half of you guys, meaning the offensive linemen, people that aren't fast, or defensive linemen, you go down the field and you block. DBs and corners, you get behind and you wait for the pitch. That's how you score.
0: Now, creating turnovers would be awesome. Getting points off those turnovers immediately would be even better. That would be amazing. Coming up, Spencer and Jerem go two-on-one with BYU running back Trey Dye. The irony of him being a running back is he caught a touchdown pass. Yes. And Dennis Pitta joins us. What he thinks the offense needs to get going. This is BYU Sports Nation on Game Day Eve. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. We are live on BYU TV, cast on BYU Radio. The conversation is happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag
1: BYUSN. If you guys want to get ready for the game tomorrow, tune in one hour before kickoff for countdown to kickoff, starting at twelve thirty mountain, two thirty Eastern on BYU TV. Listen,
0: we're gonna sit there and we're gonna show you the warm-ups. We're gonna show you Tanner Mangum. Everything. Coming out, and is he good to go? Like, we'll, dressed, we'll watch. Not dressed? We'll watch. Boot, New team boot. policy, they don't comment on injuries. So, what, what can we do? We can at least watch a warm up. Yeah. Check it out uh, tomorrow on BYU TV. Our Twitter question What's your acceptable outcome in the BYU versus Wisconsin game? At Jaker Kemp. Acceptable outcome would be if BYU, specifically the O, gave us more positive things to talk about than negative. Hashtag, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> I, I think some potentially positive things on offense is. You sustain drives, like you said. Yep. Uh, like if BYU even settled for field goals at some point, it'd be like, "Hey, there were four scoring drives. You're averaging 11 points. 11? Yep. What? R- can Ulatolatov show that he's the guy? Like Kalani Sataki, after five carries, declared in the postgame, we found our running back. We found, found him. I was like, on five carries. Wow. Yeah. I, I know. I know they've seen him before, but." To, to say that after five carries, it's not just five carries. It's what they saw in practice before he, uh, you know, injured his yeah. leg and missed a lot of full camp.
1: Well, I think I think he can say that confidently because the the type of offense and the pro style offense um, having a zone scheme where essentially you have the running back, as soon as they get the ball, they have to have, I mean, the best vision ever uh, based off of blocks and, and the defensive line and how things shake up after the, the ball is snapped. I mean the the running back can really pick his hole, right? Pick your poison. And if you can't see those blocks taking place all, you know, at a at a, at a you know, half a second, I mean you're not going you're not going to get any type of movement. You run into offensive linemen's backs, you don't, you don't get any push and you don't have a running game. So I think when you look at all the running backs you have that that have the skill sets, they're like, "Hey, we we got all the ingredients, but we're missing this one piece. Vision. That's what we don't have
0: a back that has Vision, And I think that's why he said with confidence, this is our guy. I think, is it in Proverbs, where there's no vision, the people perish? Where there's no vision, the offense perishes, Brian. Let's bring in Dennis Pittage to join the conversation. (laughs) He's on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Dennis, what is up, my brother? What's up, guys? Uh, we, We buried the lead. Normally, Spencer's in here. He's not today, okay? Brian Logan's in here. What was Brian Logan like as a teammate, Dennis?
2: Oh, I mean
3: he was probably a lot like he is as a co-host. Selfish, self-centered. <laughs> it was all about him.
1: Oh Talked too much. This is so this is so true. This is facts. Attention starved. <laughs> this is this is facts, you know. Uh, so I would make a play and everybody would be jumping up and down and you know, and then you know, Dennis is over there. Dennis like, is looking I, for his help. I know your true self, man. I mean, there's one time there's one time, it was I think it was like week eight or nine and we were we just got done playing New Mexico and uh you know, Bronco stood up. This is team meeting. I, this is not made up. I'm, I'm serious. Dennis, let them know if I'm mine or not. And so he shows me multiple times. And he's like, why is Brian the only guy jumping up and down after he makes a play? He's so excited. He has passion. Duh, duh, duh. So I want everybody to do that. So everybody's always excited. Like, good job, Brian. Yay. We walk out to the practice, and Dennis and, and Max – go, this is warm-ups, right? So no, it's not time to get excited. This is warm-ups. Dennis and Max goes, yay, let's go, guys. Hey, yes, football. Yay, week 10. <laughs> and I'm like, you stupid little big guy. I hate you right now. Because they were oh, totally making fun of Did me. Did that happen, Dennis? Yes.
3: No, that probably happened, but there was no sarcasm in
0: our <laughs> <laughs> Oh, It man. was authentic. I no, you were zero. very excited for those Mountain West opponents <laughs> late late in the season. <laughs> let's uh let's talk about this matchup with Wisconsin which is an incredible game that BYU has here first Big 10 team ever in Provo. T- a 10th ranked team. There's a lot going on uh here but what our Twitter question what was what's your acceptable outcome in the BYU versus Wisconsin game? What do you think?
3: Well, let me preface this by saying Brian Logan was a terrific teammate. I never I never got to that part of it.
0: I appreciate you. Um, Conveniently left out originally.
3: <laughs> yeah. Conveniently. But listen, I mean, let's not sugarcoat it. This is going to be a tough game, you know. Um, a very, very good Wisconsin team coming into Pro Now, it will help that we're playing at home, and uh, we should have a lot of motivation coming off the last two weeks. Um, it's going to be a tough, though. I think the game is going to be one of the trenches, and, and that's the kind of game that Wisconsin really wants to play. I mean, they're going to run the football and they're going to take their shots with play-action passes and, you know, get the ball to their uh, NFL-caliber tight end in Fumagalli, and so it's it's going to be one of those games where I think if we want to be competitive, we need to stack the box and, and limit their running game as best we can, and I think we, we do the best we can at making them beat us through the air, and I think that'll give us the best shot, but, I mean, I think we have to be realistic about this game. It's going to be tough to come away from this one with a win.
1: No, I I definitely agree with you there, and, and I'm not so concerned with the defense. You know, just just what they've done last year and and what they've done this year so far, stepping up to the challenge um, at at every single opportunity that they had. My my concern is more with the offense, and you know, if, if BYU doesn't come away with the win, I think us we we kind of in being, being realistic, like you're saying, we kind of maybe expect that. But I am, I am I am want to I want to see progression on the offensive side and so i said you know first downs and sustaining drives things like that i'm not really too much there with scoring yet uh but just going to the basics i mean what what are some of the things on the offensive side that would leave you feeling hopeful uh after this
3: game well yeah i think the big concern this year is obviously in the offense and that's no secret Um, you know i think we'd like to see more consistency in the run game now With that being said, it's going to be very difficult this week against a very good front seven uh, that the Badgers are bringing into town. And so, um, yes, I think, uh, you know, playing Ula will help. And I think he's got good vision, like you guys mentioned, and and is a capable runner. But, you know, it's all about and really starts with the play of the offensive line. Can they sustain blocks? Can they create holes and opportunities for him to get rolling? And so uh, it'll be interesting. I think – you know, we all want to see the offensive play better, um, and this offense is really, you know, going to go as far as the run game goes. You know, we saw last year uh, we had a successful run game because we had Jamal Williams, we had uh, Taysom Hill, we had capable runners that only needed a little bit of space to create big plays. And so um, if we can run the ball a little bit, you know, that will be a step forward for this offense, and, um, you know, hopefully we can complete some balls on, on them as well.
0: There have been very few times in BYU history where BYU's played a string of three games like this, and it's yeah, it's it's just tough going against these teams. If it was lesser opponents, we may be able to gauge how BYU's doing, but there is a lot of weight on the bar right now for BYU. But the status of Tanner Mangum is unknown tomorrow. We're waiting to see if he's he's not one hundred percent, but what what is he? Is Bo Hodge the guy? We'll see. How do you think the BYU offense changes if Tanner Mangum isn't one hundred percent or if he doesn't play?
3: Well, I I think that's an interesting question because the offense hasn't been much so far with him under center. Um, and that probably sounds a little bit harsh, but you know, it hasn't been very good over the first three weeks. And so what's going to change? Potentially not a whole lot. You know, we haven't really run the ball effectively and we haven't thrown the ball and caught it with great success. And so, um, it will be interesting to see how Bo Hodge does coming into this. I know, um, he does bring a little bit more mobility to the table, which I think is intriguing in a matchup like this. Uh, but, you know, it's tough to say. I mean, it's tough to say without Tanner Mangum, you know, we're not going to be able to, to light it up like we have been because that hasn't been the case.
1: Right. Yeah. No, so true. And, and so because there are unknowns, and even what, what Jerem is saying, you know, going against, you know, tough defenses and, and opponents, it's hard to really get that gauge. So, I mean, let's 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 just – you know, take uh, a second and put you in the coach's shoes. I'm there, I'm there with you, man. I'm like maybe I'm a a GA or something, a student assistant. And and we're going through schemes <laughs> and and matchups and, and and we know, let's just say we know that, that Bo's gonna be playing. What what type of uh, plays are you calling uh you know the schemes and what do you think your strategy would be heading into this game?
3: Brian, you can be my GA any day. I just want yes. you to know that. Yes. All right. Take that Jerem. <laughs> yeah, not Jerem, just Brian. So listen, if I'm a coach in this game, and Bo Hodges is my quarterback, first things first, I want to get him on the move and get him out of the pocket. You know, I don't know how comfortable he's going to be with normal drop back passes, trying to read a defense sitting in the pocket. I think he's best when he's on his feet, when he's mobile, and when he's able to have run pass options. And so, you know, hopefully the run game can have some success because that will really help him in a lot of this play action, maybe bootleg him out, get him out on the edge where he can, you know, throw the ball downfield, have easy little check down spots, or be able to take off and run. So um, that's what I would kind of focus on. And and the other thing is getting the ball out of his hands quickly. So a lot of the passes I would have three-step, quick game, get the ball out of his hand, get it in the receiver's hands, and help them make plays.
0: Puy's playing another top-ten team. Uh, these are unique matchups because they don't come along uh, too often. You played several top 10 teams, beat a top three team in uh, Oklahoma. What's the biggest difference when you're playing a team of this caliber versus a regular game?
3: Well, I I think when you play a team like this, number one is they have a ton of confidence. And I think that's the big difference when you talk about playing these top 10, top tier teams versus you know, regular, maybe unranked teams, you know, they come into a stadium and they know how good they are. They know how much talent they have, and they're extremely confident in what they're able to do. And confidence goes a long way in the game of football. Um, You know, you you throw words around like cockiness and swagger and all those kinds of things. They make a difference. You look at the best players in this league at every level, and they carry themselves with a, a certain level of confidence, and it helps them play better. And so you take a team like Wisconsin coming into Provo, well, you know, you're going to have a ton of confidence knowing these guys just got rolled by LSU. They couldn't do much against Utah. You know, we should be able to do the same thing against them. And, you know, that usually reflects in your play. So that's kind of the difference when you play some of these teams. But, you know, they're regular people just like us. And, uh, you know, it's just about going out and executing. And, And if you can kind of put that stuff aside and play with, your own inner confidence and know that as a team, you are capable of playing with this team, then anything can happen.
0: Talking with Dennis Pitta, uh, BYU's retiring the number six tomorrow, which is pretty awesome. They don't retire jerseys very often, so it's a special day for sure. Mark Wilson, Robbie Bosco, and Luke Staley. Do you have any memories or thoughts about any of those three guys?
3: I should have been the number six. Maybe I could have joined the group.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Maybe number 32 will go up there one day, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I actually, you know, I, Bosco
3: and, and stuff, they were kind of before my time, but I, I vividly remember watching Luke Staley play and, uh, he was one of my favorite BYU Cougars growing up, you know, watching him and Detmer and, and some of the things that he was able to do. And, and, you know, a white running back at that. I mean, it was cool. It was impressive. And, um, you know he was a guy that that I really enjoyed watching, so you know good for those guys and mine has they've all had tremendous careers and obviously meant so much to b y u and it'll be really really neat for them to be honored like that
0: well you uh are in game two of your four game stint as uh radio analyst right how did it go well last week you got the uh what the browns this week it looks like
3: yeah you know it, it went well it was interesting i um i kind of got thrown into the fire a little bit, didn't have really any prep. You know, I, I'm kind of offended because Tony Romo got all these, you know, preparation games and stuff like that, and I just got thrown <laughs> to the fire. It was kind of messed up. But. Uh, no, it was good. You know, it's, it's it's certainly harder than it looks. You know, when you're a yes, it a is play guy or a color guy, and you would know, it's difficult. You know, I think a lot of guys, when you watch them on TV, they make it seem pretty easy. Like, oh, you just kind of get to talk about what's going on. I mean, it's it's challenging, and you have to have a lot of good content and know what you're talking about. And so. Um, my, my one advice would be, you know, don't judge those guys on TV or on the radio who you listen to before. You know, you try it yourselves. It's not easy.
0: Yeah, I, you know, amen I, to I, that. I I've been waiting back. to hear those words from your lips specifically for well, a long time. Well, I'm, I'm waiting. You know, Dennis, <laughs> this, this, is good,
1: this is good practice. This is good practice for you, Dennis. I mean, when you get through this, man, then uh, you know, you and I can can take over as you know host of this. So I'm just waiting on you, man. So uh, you know, take yeah, all in, get all those reps in. We'll be, we'll be going at it. Why are you looking at me, Jaren? Why are you looking at me like that, I'm
3: Just And listen, just don't max. get me wrong. You know, color commentary is tough, but BYU co-hosting, I mean, that's a, that's a walk in the park. We all know that.
0: So. <laughs> Anyways, I'm being told we have to go. Thanks, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> that's Dennis Pitta on the Deseret First Credit oh, Union Hotline. Deseret First, your value, your timeline, your financial future. How does one person get two red cards? You just saw it. That's how. (laughs) Our Twitter question, what's your acceptable outcome in the BYU versus Wisconsin game at Still Team Riley? Somehow Still Team Riley. A win would be great, but having a chance to take a lead in the fourth quarter would be fantastic. You only had that chance against Utah, albeit by a string. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I like that as well, man.
0: Coming up, what are the biggest storylines for the BYU-Wisconsin game? We'll take a close look at what you should be watching for. And BYU has four touchdowns this year. We'll talk to a man with one of those touchdowns. His name is Trey Dye. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by Tecanos Brazilian Grill. Escape the ordinary. Welcome back. Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. We're also on demand anytime, anywhere. Women's soccer plays tonight at 7 Eastern against
1: Arizona. You can listen to that game on BYU Radio and the app.
0: Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. It's game day E for BYU in 10th ranked Wisconsin. Countdown to kickoff is live at 2.30 Eastern tomorrow. The Cougars are a 16 and a half point underdog in this game as of now. Badgers head coach Paul Christ addressed the matchup yesterday after practice.
2: And, you know, we think it's against a,
0: a good BYU team that we know it's going to be a, a physical game. And, and obviously, you know, getting on the road at a There'll be a lot of energy in that stadium, and I think it's, it's what this team needs right now.
1: There is tons of matchups in the NFL this weekend. Love it. Man, I'm, I'm excited, man. You we, we have a nice showdown on Saturday, and then we get to go to church. Make sure you go to church. And then kick back and watch our former Cougars get it done. Kyle Van Noy, Harvey Lange, and the Patriots take on Taysom Hill and the New Orleans Saints. And then you have Kai Nakua and the Browns. Uh they play Bronson Kafusi, all six foot fifteen of him. And the Baltimore Ravens. And your
0: boy, Dennis Pitta, will be on the radio call for that from in Baltimore.
1: Yeah, I don't really like what he said, so I just, described, I just decided to <laughs> not talk about him anymore for the rest of the show. Thanks for bringing him up, Jeremy. I'm, I'm going give you a red card for oh, that now that I found my me yellow to yes, warm I, up. I, 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 Come on. <laughs> Andy Reid, Daniel Sorensen, who was my neighbor, and the Kansas City Chiefs play the Philadelphia Eagles. And then Ziggy Ansah and the Detroit Lions Face off against the New York Giants. And then Jay Swag Daddy and the Packers take on the Falcons.
0: 14th-ranked women's volleyball took down 16th-ranked Utah last night in five sets, 18-16. to That's overtime. Boom. Big win for the Cougars. Copper Hills' finest Veronica Jones-Perry led the team with 25 kills. BYU plays Weber State tonight, 9 Eastern on BYU TV. Well, last Saturday, BYU had more touchdowns than Utah, but lost the game. One of those touchdowns came through the air to a legacy Coug. Trey Dye, whose dad, James, was an outstanding returner and receiver for the 95 and 96 teams. Now Trey is here trying to make plays coming off of a red Here's our two-on-one conversation with Die from earlier this week.
2: Trey, you score your first touchdown at BYU on Saturday night in the rivalry game. What was that moment like for you?
4: Uh, It was a little surreal. I couldn't really take in everything that happened until I got back to the sideline. I took, I sat down and took a deep breath and just like, wow, like that really happened. It's been a long time coming. I feel like I've been here forever, so it was really cool and you know it, it was awesome. But at that point in time, I was just thinking, okay, we need to get the ball back and get back out on the field. But yeah, no, it was awesome. I'm definitely happy to have that one under my belt. As a running back, it's funny that it came via the pass, but you'll take it however it comes, right? Yeah, no, any way that it comes, it's funny because as you go through the week, the stuff that you game plan and the plays that you're like, okay, this is what I'm going to score on, it's usually something you never expect is going to be the play that works or it's going to be a scramble drill touchdown that we've seen so many times. The receiver is open behind coverage and he goes. But, yeah, no, I definitely – that was not the play. If I was trying to guess what play I was going to score on, I didn't think it was going to be that one, but it was awesome.
2: Ty Detmer just mentioned that this football team is full of mature – Young men and guys that have good attitudes. What has the emotional roller coaster been like for you and the team from after the game on Saturday night to this point midweek preparing for now Wisconsin?
4: Yeah, that's where a lot of the maturity has to come in, and a lot of our uh, leaders and captains have to step up because it's hard not to to dwell on that one and and be sad and feel sorry for yourself. But it's a long season. You know, if we, if we sit around and we think about that too much, we're not going to go out and have a very good week this week. So on Monday we kind of had to just hone it in, you know, get ready for game prep installation. So right now we're all it's all Wisconsin. It's on to the next one. From the outside it's interesting because it's been a lot of talk about Utah. Obviously that game matters. Yeah.
0: But it's like, oh, there's a top ten team coming into town. So what's yeah. the prep been like for another really good team?
4: It's been fun. It's been cool watching film on these guys. You see, you watch film from last year and you see them playing dudes who are now in the NFL this year. So it's definitely a talent, the talent level thing. It's cool playing teams like this on stages like this. And coach did a good job this off season, kind of drilling that in that this season is going to be a little different schedule-wise. So that's why it has to be on to the next one. Win or lose, you can't think about it too much. You may have that evening on Saturday night and Sunday to think about it, but Monday comes around and you have to be mature and you have to move on to the next one.
2: How is Wisconsin different defensively compared to LSU and Utah? I
4: feel like they, it's, they're also similar. They're, they're all well-coached. They're all very disciplined. They're big dudes. You know, there's a lot of talent. But at, at some point, it can't, it can't really be too much focus on them. It has to be us executing what we do because I feel like when we execute what we do and we execute the game plan that Coach puts together, we should be able to play with anybody. So they, they are athletic. They are well-coached. They are disciplined. But it, this week has been kind of a focus on us and what we can do and executing what we do consistently.
0: Right now, the running, uh, rushing game, about 75 a game. I know you guys want that higher. So what's the conversation like right now to try and boost that number, which will ultimately lead
4: to better offense? Uh, yeah, no, we've we've done a little bit different things at practice this week to, to kind of try to make that work. Just a lot more meetings with the offensive linemen so that we are on the same page with blocking schemes and certain things like that and just being patient. And right now you can't, you can't get too anxious. You can't freak out because it is a long season. And if you get too anxious, it's not going to go very well. So right now we're trying to be patient, but we, all, we do have that urgency to realize that the running game does need to come along if we want to do well in other aspects of the game.
2: On film, because you guys break this stuff down uh, at a different level than mm-hmm. the average football viewer. Okay? Wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> right? It's, it's I thought everyone had access news. to the all-22 yeah, coaches camp. Yeah. What are you seeing in that footage that makes you encouraged about the direction of the BYU offense? Because right now a lot of people see 33 points in three games. What are you seeing be like, no, look, we're, we're going to turn the corner?
4: Well, the plays are there. I mean, you saw in the game there was a lot of drop balls with guys that were open. For in situations that would have changed the game, there are lots of times that guys are open in windows or behind coverage, and we're just we're missing them, or guys aren't making plays. There's a lot of plays being left on the field, and it's going to come t- down to us preparing appropriately and being mature and getting that consistency going. And I feel like when that happens, B- BYU fans will be a lot happier than they are.
0: How's the preparation of the group of quarterbacks right now?
4: It's well. I mean, Coach Dutmer does, he does a good job of keeping those guys level. You know, even they're really even kill right now. And just, I mean, it's, there's a lot of maturity in that group. You know, whether it's Tanner, Bo, Coy any of the other quarterbacks it's it's the same mindset when you're in doesn't matter if it's the first offense group of offensive alignment or second group no matter who's in we want to execute it the same way and those guys are all leaders and they do a good job when we get in the huddle they take lead of the huddle and I feel comfortable with whoever's in if it's Coy it's Tanner it's Bo any quarterback I feel like we should be able to go out run the offense and execute it
2: what's been the most challenging part of the season
4: for you for me uh it's gosh, I don't know what's been the most challenging you know I've been able to play on special teams, been able to play on offense. Um, the most challenging thing is probably being a little little dude and pass pro, but, you know, <laughs> you, you got to work it. That's when the technique, you know, and everything comes to it. You can't just go running in there, just head down. You know, I'm 185 pounds. So that's probably been the toughest thing, and I've been working on it the most. And I feel like I'm, I'm strong enough to to kind of hang in there. So that's that's been my probably the biggest key that I've been focusing on.
0: What's the number one thing your dad, James, has said to you about –
4: the season so far advice for you or anything Uh, just he's told me to be patient it all come together things will start to work out Um, the offense it's it's a little bit different I think BYU fans uh, see that it's a different group Taysom is gone Jamal is gone and we have a different different group of guys with the maybe a different skill set so he's just he just tells me to be patient it'll all come together and like I said earlier when it all comes together I think things will really start to roll and and we'll, we'll be we'll be okay
2: what are your expectations at this point for BYU football during the 2017 season?
4: Uh, my expectations are high. I mean, I feel like this week, just wor- worried about this one, feel like we should be able to go out there and and play BYU football and do things because BYU has played on big stages like this and done well in the past. So I don't think anybody's very timid going into this situation or going into this game. So my expectations are high. I feel like we can go out there and do well. I'm not going to do a Joe Maymoth or guarantee anything or anything (laughs) like that. But I, I feel like the offense will continue to progress, and I feel like we will continue to be mature and hang together as a team.
0: If we get you a fur coat, will you do it? Hey, yeah! If you give me a throw, a, throw a, a mink, code, throw a mink I, I coat, i well Then you nice. can get. Then you'll
4: guarantee. Uh, yeah, you win?
0: no, okay. let's do it. <laughs> okay, we'll go look for that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. When you talk to Ty Detmer and you look at okay, what what's the number one thing we need to work on to make our offense better? What what's at the top of that list?
4: consistency execution I mean the plays are there there were there were many opportunities that we missed many yards left on the field I mean there were touchdowns left on the field with little things I think there was an offensive pass interference just little things like that for example that we are going to that we watch in film and we change that um you hope that going forward um little miscues or mistakes like that don't happen so those are the type of things that we're going to look to to eliminate and just be better going
2: forward Trey, congratulations on your first BYU yeah, touchdown. it. appreciate it. I appreciate look forward it. to many more, and yeah. good luck against Wisconsin. Hey, thank you.
0: That's Trey Dye, who redshirted last year and now is a running back and caught his first touchdown pass in the north end zone last week against Utah.
1: Yeah, congrats. Good catch, man. We broke that down. It was a good AFR. catch. Yeah. yeah,
0: really, really, really good.
1: Yes. Coming up, we will tell you which NFL games this weekend – feature
0: BYU Cougars on both sidelines. That's right, and our Fantasy Friday picks and the storylines, and there are many that you need to know about tomorrow's game with Wisconsin. This is BYU Sports Nation on a game day eve, people. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. What's up? Friday, Friday. Jeremy and Brian live from Studio B with your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. Watch the daily rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 Eastern.
1: The 14th-ranked BYU women's
0: volleyball team
1: is coming off a five-set victory over 16th-ranked Utah in your face. They will host... We're to that point where we're <laughs> bragging about the women's volleyball wins now. That's yes! What, that's I'll take any win over Utah. True. Uh, tonight they will host the Weber State Wildcats at 9 Eastern in the Smithfield house.
0: Tune in to BYU TV to see all that action. Your boy, Spencer Linton, on the call. Our Twitter question, what's your acceptable outcome in the BYU versus Wisconsin game? At Mike J. Sawyer. The game would be acceptable if BYU scores twice and keeps the game within 10 points need to set reasonable goals for the offense. But you just set an unreasonable goal for the defense. <laughs> I would like to point that out in your tweet. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Standard, man. By the way, I'm going to throw that, this out here right now. In an attempt to reverse curse. Okay, It didn't work against LSU. It did work against Gonzaga in basketball. I'm going to throw it out there. Wisconsin by 17 plus. In an attempt for the game to be closer than 17. Mm, okay. I'm, a, I'm a do The line 16 and a half, by I'm the way. I'm going to do one. I'm going to do one. No, 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 you're this. This, you're this. camera. Yeah. Okay, let's reset. All right.
1: Wisconsin by 24 points.
0: No, c- come on, man. You can't top me
1: like yes, that. It's
4: mm-hmm.
1: like bold predictions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yellow cards. Get that thing out of my face, man. I'm grabbing all these. Oh, now no See, now you're
1: just getting angry. No more cards, yes. I, okay, I, I, I there
0: angry. are a lot of storylines in this game. We need, to, we need to go over all the relevant ones. It's in a segment we like to call Storylines. Hit it. Yeah, little music. That's what's up. Okay, Tanner Mangum's status is up in the air. How is his ankle? Will we see Bo Hodge? These are huge questions going into tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, it's it is it is
1: concerning on all levels. But from what I've seen and and what I've heard as far as from the injury goes, it doesn't seem like he he'll be able to play. And if he is able to play, you know he's not going to be a hundred percent. So concerning on all on all levels, man. I mean. Yeah, just pray. <laughs> just
0: pray. We're to that point just pray. Just, just wow. pray. that's 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 how you should do. always pray though. Let's yeah, pray. yeah, exactly. Just yeah.
1: pray a little bit harder. This is the 1000th game.
0: For BYU football. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Since 1922, there have been a lot, of, that's a lot of ball, man. BYU's a 16 and a half point underdog at home. We've mentioned this a bunch. That's a huge number.
1: It is huge, but it doesn't really surprise me when you don't know if your quarterback is... Well, it was 14 you
0: know, before right. that. Oh, 14? Right, well, yeah, that, that... doesn't move that, that much. I mean, but but they are... Tanner Wingham's worth two and a half points. West, West Casson we is, is number 10 in the nation. He's worth two and a half
1: points. That's what Vegas thinks. That's it? First big te- 10 team to come to Provo Ever. That's huge. Penn State was in, came in, nine, in 1992,
0: but they were independent. So That's huge. They don't count. The past five seasons, Wisconsin has played a grand total of two road non-conference games. The Badgers are 0-2. Do you like their chances more now, Brian? Uh, BYU? Uh,
1: that'll be a negative.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the
1: BYU offense is averaging 11 points a game. Will BYU get
0: two or three scores a month? Well, if you count field goals, I think it's possible. Yeah, yeah, I'd take it. Mm-hmm. Tau has been anointed the running back. What can he do with more than five carries, Brent? Right. One hundred and fifty. Yo, oh, get out of here! This isn't bold predictions. Nah, get out of here, man. No, I think. I think. One hundred fifty. I think
1: he can show progress and help the offense progress. Like we, you know, what I said earlier and what fans are saying, we want to see. You know, the the offense makes some steps and strikes. I think he can help out with
0: that. How about and how about this? The Wisconsin Boys versus Wisconsin. Tolu Tao signed with the badges out of high school. Austin Kofensis went to Wisconsin for a year. He's transferred. He's a BYU now. The Wisconsin Boys versus Wisconsin.
1: That's I mean, that's this is more. Do they attitude. remember the playbook or what? I hope so. Just kidding. That was before <laughs> Paul
0: Christ was there, I think. Maybe Kofensis played one year with Chris <laughs> two years ago. I don't remember. That is a segment we like to call storylines. That's what's up. And now to our fantasy Friday picks. Hit it. It's Fantasy Friday on BYU Sports Nation. You think this sounds like if I could be like Mike? That song? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I like it. A lot. I do too. I like singing. Okay, each week we. Uh, I could be we've... like Jaron. No, aspire Hire. Come on, man. <laughs> Each week, we uh, give you a, a fantasy pick, like fantasy football, okay? So you can pick any offensive individual, skill position, or the BOE defense, or a kicker. No one's picked the kicker because BYU's not getting into the end zone, so it's not going to get you a lot of points. And
1: Dave McCann's on the show.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I say that out loud. <laughs> I love you, Uncle Dave. Uh, you're saying a lot of things out loud. Okay, uh, <laughs> Spencer's pick, he got first pick because he lost last week. I won. Uh, he picked Ula Tolutau, Okay. That is a terrible pick. Okay, my pick. I'm just kidding. That's actually a good pick. <laughs> nah, don't lie. My pick is the BYU defense because I think they can generate more points. Yeah. Than I, yeah. than an, an individual on offense. Mm. That's what I hope for. I'm hoping there's some takeaways in this one. You know what, man? I I I, I agree with you. I, that would you be like my pick, pick more than. I, I like your pick, and I would actually Thanks, pick the
1: man. BYU defense as well. Okay. For that for that very reason. Can I, I have, have
0: pers- my yellow and red cards back though? Are you – Sure. Like, did you like it that you much? You have one back. You have one yellow back. Thank there you. There you
1: go. Appreciate it. No, but, I, I mean, when you look at the athleticism – The color of cheese? Get that out of my face, dude. Can't put I, – I probably have a record, right, how many cards I have. Like, five yellow cards, no, wait, ten reds. You keep talking. We have a piece you know, of cheese
0: up here. We got to throw this
1: off. We yeah, can't have this up yeah, here. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but yeah. That's, that's just bad karma right there. But, you know, I mean, the athleticism that this defense has, um, the, the, what they've done so far this year against – uh, offenses and uh, the situations they've been in, man, I, th- I think that they can rise to the occasion and get you that, that
0: big W, man. Can they keep BYU in this game? We'll see, we will see tomorrow. Our Twitter question, what's your acceptable outcome in the BYU versus Wisconsin game? Keep tweeting. Coming up, a rivalry win last night for BYU. Find out which team beat Utah in a top 20 matchup. And if you're looking at the TV, we gave it away. Plus, it's a good weekend to watch <laughs> Cougars in the NFL which matchup features Cougars on both sides? This is BYU Sports Nation.
1: BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. Thanks to our guests today, Dennis Pitta and Trey Dye.
0: And if you missed any of today's show, download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Let's whip it! It's time for the Cougar Whiparound. Around Football.
1: It's game day E for BYU and Wisconsin. Let's go. Countdown to kickoff is live at 2.30 Eastern tomorrow. The Cougars are a 16 and a half underdog in this game and as of now. There's a couple Cougars of Cougars in
0: the NFL. That's right. False start on me. My bad. That's the right one. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm out of this and the next show, I guess. There's a couple of Cougars in the NFL <laughs> matchups this weekend. Kyle Vannoy, Harvey Longy, and the Patriots take on Taysom Mill and the New Orleans Saints. Kind of cool. and the Browns matchup against Bronson Kafusi and the analyst Dennis Pitta of the Baltimore Ravens. I thought his name wasn't going to be said anymore. Jerram.
1: Oh. What? Andy Reid, Daniel Sorensen, and the Kansas City Chiefs play the Philadelphia Eagles. Ziggy Ansah and the Detroit Lions face off against the New York Giants. Jay Swag Daddy and the Packers take on the Falcons.
0: Volleyball. Big win for the ladies last night. 14th ranked BYU over 16th ranked Utah. Veronica Jones-Perry, 25 kills. BYU plays Weber State tonight, 9 Eastern on BYU TV. Soccer. Women's soccer
1: plays at Arizona tonight at 7 Eastern. Listen to the game on BYU Radio and the
0: app. Men's basketball. West Coast Conference announced the television schedule for ESPN. ESPN will air eight BYU games, including the December 16th game against that team up north. Cougars in the PGA. Zach Blair and Daniel Summer-Hayes are
1: in the midst of the second round of Alberson's Boise Open on the web.com tour. Zach Blair is tied. Look out for Thank those you. Thank you, elephant. Uh, Zach Blair is tied 12th at 6 under par through 10 holes. Daniel Hayes is tied 44th at 3 under. Ah! Seven. Man! Dang! Shoot that Softball.
0: bird. already released its uh, fall schedule, six home games, two away games. Cross-country. Cross-country teams kick off their season tomorrow at the
1: Autumn Classic against Weber State, Utah State, Westminster College, and Dixie State. The men's
0: team is ranked 6th, and the women's team is ranked 10th. How about that? Heading into the season. Two top 10 teams on campus. Awesome. la Today's Rise to Chow is brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. helping <laughs> you It goes to the men's soccer team. Why? Because after 14 years, the men's soccer team isn't going to play in the PDL. They were a semi-pro team. Now they're going to back to the college club scene. So they're not a D1-sanctioned scholarship sport. They're gonna be like rugby, lacrosse, and so on. But they can compete for a national title now. Hey, that's all And their season starts in like a week and a half. Just give us a chance. Our Twitter question: what's your acceptable outcome in the BYU versus Wisconsin game? Let's go to the Twitter machine. Tweet tweet. At TS (laughs) Treti. I expect BYU's offense to play with passion, to play to our strengths, Bushman, told Tau, and for the defense to remain stout. I think that's fair.
1: That, that, yeah, that definitely. There's
0: not a lot of quantifiable goals in there, but I, I feel it. No, that's,
1: that's fine. Uh, at Mr. Flintstone94, I need to feel that BYU has a chance going into the fourth quarter.
0: Whether BYU wins or not, mm. just need it to be competitive. Yes! That's a good tweet. Yes,
1: that's it right there. But it's
0: not our elite tweet of the day. That comes from at Roland Hall. I just want it to be a hard-fought game. Also, we need to badger, 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 badger their quarterback all day.
1: <laughs> I get it. I, I got it after the, it. What, the third badger? That's what I got yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. I like it. like it a lot. The conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter using the hashtag BYUSN. The show is on demand on
0: BYUSN.com. For Brian, I'm Jerem. Shout out to Parker Mangum. BYU Sports Nation, back at it tomorrow at noon Eastern time, and we will see you at 2.30 Eastern tomorrow for Countdown to Kickoff, baby. Hey!